and welcome to episode 53 of the Odd World News Podcast. This week's episode is titled Thieves, Charges, and Holiday Shenanigans. Odd World News is a weekly podcast where we cover the strange and peculiar news that has occurred throughout the world. If you would like to follow along with this week's episode, you can find the show notes in your podcast application of choice or by going to oddworld.news slash 53. Here are the stories for the week of December 13th, 2015. Wrangling after a crash. Early in the life of the podcast, we had several stories about semi-trucks that had crashed and spilled their contents on the road, usually in interstate. It has been a while since this has happened. This week, we have another story of another semi-truck crashing, this time in Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson police stated that a truck had crashed around 3.30 in the morning. The truck had been carrying 110 cows at the time of its crash. It appears as though the driver missed a turn and attempted to correct when the semi overturned. After reports of cows on the interstate, police called in some cattle wranglers to corral the cows. The cows had managed to go along both Interstate 5, Interstate 20, and in the surrounding areas. Along with the cows that were loose, 110 gallons of fuel were also spilled and needed to be cleaned up. Some of the cows did not survive the crash. Besides this, the driver was taken to the hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. The truck was headed from Florida to a feed yard in Texas. Tricking the thieves. The holiday season means that more people are ordering things from online retailers. One unintended consequence of this is that packages are left on doorsteps when people are not at home. This arrangement makes it much easier for nefarious individuals to grab a package and run. To combat this, residents in South Jordan, Utah, are fighting back. A man and his neighbors have decided to band together and make it more difficult for thieves. According to John Barker of the Unified Police Department, quote, it's a crime that only takes 15 or 20 seconds to jump out of a car in front of a residence and run up, grab the package off the porch, and they're gone. End quote. In order to combat this, the neighbors are putting rocks, old clothes, and anything else in old Amazon boxes to ultimately try to deter individuals from taking the boxes. By doing this, the thieves will ultimately become confused and be unable to tell if the contents is legitimate or not. Instead of partaking in this type of deception, police are recommending that people use surveillance systems instead. Barker states, quote, If it's a good system, they can get some very good pictures. If you can get the car, and especially the license plate, that's very helpful in tracking these individuals down. End quote. Police indicate that while they are tracking down thieves, there is an alternative solution. Pick up the packages at package service locations. Getting back at thieves. Similar to the last story, there have been a rash of thefts of packages in Las Vegas. One man got so fed up he took matters into his own hands. Las Vegas resident Eric Burroughs states, quote, One day I kind of thought about cleaning up the poop and putting it in a box, and that's what I did. End quote. Burrow left the package on his porch, and a thief grabbed it a few days later. Burrow thought ahead and made sure to have a security camera set up. Burrow states, quote, I was kind of excited and I kept replaying it. I just kind of wanted to give them back something. End quote. We don't need any facts. No one person can know everything, at least not in today's society. What can be bothersome is just how ignorant some individuals can be. An excellent example is in this story. North Carolina is quickly becoming known as a place that utilizes alternative energy sources. Many companies already utilize solar energy as a means of reducing their existing energy usage. However, Woodland in Northampton County has rejected the rezoning plan that would allow a solar farm to be constructed. The reason the council gave for rejecting the proposal was based upon testimony from two residents. The first resident, who was a retired science teacher, 
questioned the high number of cancer deaths in the area, and that no one could tell her that the solar panels did not cause the cancer. Another resident states, quote, The solar farms would suck up all the energy from the sun, and businesses would not come to woodland. End quote. The same resident also stated, quote, All the young people are going to move out. End quote. One of the companies who wished to build the solar panels also had some representatives. They state, quote, The panels don't draw additional sunlight. End quote. They also indicate, quote, There are no toxic materials on site. This is a tried and true technology. End quote. The council has also voted for a moratorium on future solar farms. Tree goes up. Many public places get into the holiday spirit by having their own Christmas trees. One of these types of places is hotels, such as the case with the South Coast Plaza in Costa Mesa, California. When these trees are put up, what the owners do not expect is to have something go wrong. Unfortunately, that is what has occurred at the Westin. Just after 6.30 in the morning, the Costa Mesa Fire Department received a call about a tree being on fire. The 96-foot tree was fully engulfed when firefighters arrived. Deborah Gunn Downing, spokeswoman for the South Coast Plaza, states, quote, We're waiting for the results of the fire department's investigation into the cause of the fire. End quote. Fire Captain Chris Coates states that a maintenance worker had been power washing in the area and heard a large pop. The maintenance worker turned around and saw the tree on fire, and then called in the fire department. Just after the tree was installed, the tree was sprayed with fire retardant to protect against this type of situation. As mentioned before, the tree was 96 feet tall. It was also a 10-ton white fir that was brought to the hotel in October for its November 19th lighting ceremony. Downing also states, quote, We are working to have a new tree in place by the end of the week, end quote. The cost of the tree was $120,000. Not so real. One of the hardest things to pick out during the holiday season, besides gifts, is picking out a Christmas tree. Many people know that a Douglas fir, or even an evergreen tree, is iconically considered Christmas. However, a survey done by Treetopia.com indicates that this is not the most common color of tree. The report states that only 18.2% of households have a real tree. An additional 21.8% of houses have no tree at all. This leaves the remaining amount of 60% preferring an artificial tree. The most common color is actually white. The research indicates that some states even prefer more unique colors. Alaska, Oregon, Washington, Utah, Nebraska, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Mississippi all prefer pink trees. New Mexico, Pennsylvania, and New Hampshire residents prefer silver trees. Colorado and Idaho like red trees. While Indiana, Michigan, Wisconsin, Delaware, and Arizona all prefer black trees. There are some outliers, though. Alaska likes purple. Montana likes orange. And the strangest being Wyoming, whose residents prefer rainbow-colored trees. Of the percentage of houses that will display a tree, a vast majority... 83% to be exact, will show a single artificial tree. 12% will have two or more trees, and 2% will have three. This means that 3% will have more than three trees on display. Compare this to households that have real trees. 97% of real tree households will have just one, while the remaining 3% will have two. One may ask why so many more people with artificial trees put up two or more trees in their homes. The answer is quite simple. They plan on keeping their artificial trees for much longer. Three-quarters of all artificial tree owners plan on keeping their trees up to 10 years. Specifically, 35% plan on holding their trees for up to 5 years, while 40% plan on 6 to 10 years. The percentage of households that plan on keeping their trees between 11 and 15 years, or 16 to 20 years, comes out to 7% for each group. The most surprising aspect is that a full 11% plan on keeping their artificial trees for 21 years, 
or more. That is a significant percentage. The last tidbit regarding artificial trees is which states end up spending the most. The winners in this category are Tennessee, Florida, and West Virginia. The group spends 60% more than the average when it comes to artificial trees. The states that spend 60% less than average are New Mexico, Alaska, and Hawaii. Record smooching. When the weather is just right, people can partake in outdoor activities like lying on the beach, walks through the park, or even going to an outdoor theme park. Traditionally throughout the summer, many parks offer visitors thrills by providing them the opportunity to ride on roller coasters. One of the issues with this type of seasonal park is that the desire for visitors to continue to ride roller coasters is inversely proportional to the temperature outside, meaning that if it's cold out, people do not want to have wind whipping at their face when the temperature is freezing. These parks have adapted to providing more opportunities for visitors by providing different attractions. As Halloween approaches, visitors can go through some haunted houses, but what should a park do as Christmas approaches? The answer is simple, provide Christmas-based attractions. This is exactly what one theme park has done, and in doing so, they have set a Guinness world record. Six Flags over Georgia, just like all other parks, wants to keep visitors coming even during the off-peak season. In order to do this, Six Flags has been transformed into a winter wonderland with 13 different themed sections throughout the park. Some of the attractions include Magic of the Season, which is a light show, a Main Street Christmas, which has more than 165,000 lights and includes artificial snow. One of the visitors' favorites is a Georgia Christmas, which features peach lights. The last one to be mentioned is the Mistletoe Mansion. This is where the record was set. The record that was broken is for the largest number of couples kissing simultaneously under mistletoe. The new record is 201 couples. Six Flags Atlanta Properties Park President Dale Keitzel states, quote, Holiday in the park is a special time of year, and tonight our guests created a lifelong memory by kissing under mistletoe and setting a new world record. End quote. In a similar fashion, Guinness World Records adjudicator Tavia Levy states, quote, this is the most exciting event I've ever been to. Everyone is so happy to participate in the record. It is a memory that will last a lifetime. End quote. The record was set in collaboration with Dentech. Spokeswoman for Dentech, who is also the brand director, Rachel Sharfman, indicates, quote, We want to create a fun, out-of-the-box way to remind everyone how important it is to take care of their oral health throughout the busy holiday season, which can ultimately affect having kissable, fresh breath. End quote. The record required the couples to kiss for at least 10 seconds. I'm going to run, but fail. When a defendant in a trial does not like the sentence handed to them, they may try just about anything to avoid going to jail. A defendant appeared in court in Oklahoma City. While at his hearing, he was told that since he missed a court appearance, his bond had been revoked by the judge. To avoid heading back to jail, the 19-year-old then decided to bolt out of the courtroom. He was held by court officers near the elevators. The teen then slipped away and ran down the hall, where officers attempted to restrain him again, yet he broke free again, this time running towards the main corridor. When he did this, he ran right into the district attorney and a couple of other lawyers. The district attorney and the other lawyers were able to tackle the defendant to the ground where he was handcuffed and then subsequently brought back to jail. Video of the defendant's escape is linked in the show notes. Fisticuffs. Last week on episode 52, we covered a story about a councilwoman who did not like the word Christmas being added back to a tree lighting ceremony. She did not like this so much that she resigned and subsequently rescinded that resignation. What she did 
is tame compared to this next story. A councilman and the mayor of Birmingham, Alabama, verbally disagreed during a council meeting. Instead of continuing their disagreement during the meeting, the two decided to take the issue to a private location, which happened to be a room off of the council chambers. This is where the two continued their disagreement, which turned into a physical fight. According to reports, the fight resulted in the councilman not allowing the mayor to leave the room. The councilman also put the mayor in a headlock, which resulted in bruising to the right side of the mayor's neck. Along with the neck injury, there was also some bruising to the mayor's left knee. After the fight, paramedics arrived and both the councilman and mayor were taken to the hospital. The councilman has been charged with third-degree assault. If convicted, he could face a $6,000 fine and a year in jail. The reason for the initial dispute is not known. Catching Lightning This first short take for the week shows a truck being struck by lightning during a storm in Rutherford, Australia. The truck was in the process of being moved to a sheltered location. Fighting Back In the second short take for this week, we have a pet kangaroo in Bega, Australia that is playing with a family's cat, until the cat decides it has had enough and fights back. Helping Out in this video, you can see a car running over a pedestrian on a bicycle. The car continues until the pedestrian was fully under the car. When bystanders realized what was happening, they quickly came to the rescue and lifted the car off of the pedestrian. And that concludes this week's episode of the Odd World News Podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode and all previous episodes at oddworld.news. You can follow us on Twitter at underscore oddworldnews. If you would like to submit a story or send feedback, you can email us at oddworldnewspodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, follow the Amazon link on the left side of the website, rate us on iTunes, and tell your friends. Please fill out the listener survey, which is linked in the show notes or can be found at oddworld.news slash 2015 survey. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week. <laughs>